oh, 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 the right stuff. Episode number 82, Whiskey Sick Podcast, live from Dago Pitch, California, Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody motherfucking Hank, hit him with that theme music. Bitch! So I gotta walk, got the chalk, got the draw Outlines for these ladies, I'm about to slay Got my cape on with some napalm Shots of days gone, then the game's on What you play, huh? Hard to get, I'll be wet for all that dry hate Looking my way, while your eyes say You and I may get off like a right lane But I might strain, pull up lane with a migraine I'm a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. Hello, miss, like, what's your name? Such a shame, you don't drink, who's to blame? Cause I'm fine like I'm Cosby in the lobby of an AA meeting on a payday. We can make it rain even on a sunny day. What you say, you and I could run away. Meet up when you drop that molly. Off. Love that chick of Molotov while she's on the side Hating faded lane on the pavement Wasting all of my patience Come on, you gotta go Go ahead, put your bad self You gotta get up I'll beg, but I'll ask now Come on and get up All the bags with my hands out You gotta get up Just that got a man down Motherfucker, get up Go ahead, put your bad self You gotta get up I'll beg, but I'll ask now Come on and get up All the bags with my hands out You gotta get up Just that got a man down Why don't you get up? What the fuck is up live from Dago Bitch, California? Omari Cooper, D-Boys, Jersey, Chonies, and Murder Champs coming at you live. Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody motherfucking Hank. Welcome to the Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 82. I'm back once again. Here we fucking go. We got a grip to talk about. We got the triple champ right now. Uh, taking a nap. I was gonna let him stay up for this one. I was gonna let him, you know, kick some, kick some, uh, some, some rhymes. Maybe I don't know. Kick some fucking knowledge. Kick some, some uh, baby dry hate. I don't know. Just show you a little bit of what uh, uh, the little man has been learning. But uh, he threw an epic tantrum. Shit his motherfucking pants just to spite me. Um, hadn't taken a shit in like four days, and he decided right now, right before the cast, he saw me setting up for this shit. Decided to blast one out, blast the dookie in his fucking, in his fucking Costco uh, diapers that he fucking rocks. Too big for him. Little man, little man. So, so we were thinking, you know, maybe we were going to meet uh, Doxon Cerrone at, at, at 155 pounds. But I'm hoping Doxon is going to be able to make that 135 pound weight class. Because uh, little man's still over here. He's, he just turned seven months. Uh, by the way, the triple champ, seven months just a couple days ago. Um, seven months old. It's already, already, you motherfuckers been listening for a while. It just seems like I just did, I did a podcast the night he was, no, the day after he was born. I ran home real quick and, and threw the podcast together, um, late night trip, and uh, so that was seven months ago. Now he's already here, man, and uh, he, he's he's grown up quick, you know. But he, he's a little man. Uh, he's still in his. Uh, he can still wear wear three month clothes. I mean, his height is right, but he he's he's ripped. This this little man is fucking built like his pappy, homies, for real. No 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 baby dad bod or anything like that. You ain't you ain't you ain't body shaming the triple champ. The little man's got a fucking one pack solid. Oh yeah, two pack. There's one solid line through. He's got. He's rocking a two pack. He's he's rocking that uh, uh, that little two pack of tall boys right there. Um, fucking calf muscles, little, little baby biceps. Homie's just fucking ready. He's in, he's in fucking shape. Maybe maybe we you know uh, Doxon Cerrone and, and him can get it on when when they're in like seventh grade or some shit. We don't even gotta wait for the UFC title to be on the line. I I don't know, but he's gonna be he's gonna be a lightweight. But he's coming along. Um, still not crawling yet. Got some teeth now. Got a tooth popped out just the other day, so shit's shit's popping with me, homie. Shit's shit's all gravy. It's been hot as a motherfucker here in Dago. Um, hot as fuck. Uh, you saw the last episode. It, it, it's full full on ass napkin season here, man. Um, so we in the Chonies, we in the Murder Chance, we rocking the Amari Cooper jersey. The NFL season is uh, in, in full swing now, as far as I'm concerned. I, I don't give a fuck um, if it's preseason, if it's not preseason. I want to fucking win, and I'll tell you, uh, Saturday was a rough, rough fucking night uh, for sports. I mean, usually, you know, I have a fight night, and I have the debut of the Dallas Cowboys. That's got to be a perfect night. 
the Dallas Cowboy game was was, was god awful. And, and that fucking fight with uh, Shevchenko and and Carmouche was 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 literally the worst title fight ever seen. Uh, it, it it was fucking trash. So we're, you know damn well I'm gonna be getting up into that. But right now there's a lot to talk about with the NFL. You saw my D boys; they debuted, got their ass kicked. Uh, Dak looked good. Uh, rolled down there, went four for four. Um, didn't score a touchdown, but they drove the ball down the field. It, it, they looked fine. He, always, he was only in there for a couple plays, got his ass out of there. Uh, I can tell you this, uh, second stringers, third stringers, the rooks, um, all these motherfuckers trying to make the team, uh, I'd have cut every single one of them. Uh, the shit was a, a terribly ugly game. Uh, most of the games were uh, ugly for the you know first uh, preseason. You got a bunch of scrubs up in there. Um, who did we see? Let's see. Um, we saw this Daniel Jones dude for, for the Giants. I... I'm all for Daniel Jones. Um, I didn't see shit. I don't give a fuck. You could put him in game one. Um, I'm down for that. Uh, he ain't shit. Uh, he's better than Eli is at this point. Uh, I saw him throw a couple of four-yard passes, and, and the fucking Giants have been so dog shit uh, since their last Super Bowl win. Uh, Eli has been such dog shit since their last Super Bowl win, like 10 years ago now, approaching 10 years ago now. Um, and you're like, oh, well, the D-Boys haven't won one in 25. I know, motherfuckers. I fucking know. I'm just saying, I, I, this is my turn to talk some shit, all right? Fuck. Um, you know, Daniel Jones comes in and throws a couple four-yard passes, and these motherfuckers go ape shit like he's the, the second coming when uh, two months ago uh, they wanted to fucking exercise the team to, like, fucking Barcelona or some shit. They didn't even want him. They wanted to fucking ship him the fuck out of here because they took Daniel Jones, just like they did as Nick fans when they shit all over Chris Stapp's Porzingis being drafted, and then the homie turns out to be a, a, a fucking stud, and then they bitch when they fucking train, uh, traded him. And doing the same thing with this Daniel Jones dude. Bitch, burned half the city to the ground, turning over fucking uh, buses and shit. Uh, you know, just throwing Molotov cocktails in the bodegas and shit. Uh, to all of a sudden, Daniel Jones is the next Tom Brady and shit. Fuck you guys. Fuck Giants fans. Fuck the Giants. Uh, that, that's, that's from the bottom. The very, very tippy, tippy, tippy bottom of these motherfucking nuts, homies. Motherfuck the Giants. Motherfuck the Eagles. Motherfuck the Redskins. Another fucking uh, uh, pathetic showing by Dwayne Haskins. The, the motherfucker that the Giants wanted to draft. Dwayne Haskins that they were all pissed off about came out there and laid a, 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 a fucking dookie on, on that fucking field. He, he looked like trash. He looked like... Uh, what was that, Russell, uh, Demarcus Russell or some shit for the Raiders a few years ago? They drafted him because he could throw 80 yards down the field from his knees or some shit. The fuck he was doing on his knees in the first place? I don't know. I wasn't there to ask those questions when, when, when uh, the old uh, Al Davis's, uh, uh crinkly, wrinkly ass uh, was saying all that shit before he died. I'm saying this right now. Uh, Dwayne Haskins looked like garbage, Garbino, garbage, um, inaccurate with the arm, um, so... Uh, looks like the Giants actually did probably make the better choice in, in, in uh, Daniel Jones. Uh, who? Daniel Jones. Who? Daniel Jones. He ain't shit, though. Neither one of them ain't shit. Um, I think you're going to have to, if you're the Redskins, you're praying that Case Keenum has another, has another one of those miracle years that he had with the Vikings that year. Um, a, two years ago, he went to Denver. He wasn't shit. Going to come to the Redskins and be, be, be an all-star, a pro bowler again? Nah, that ain't going to fucking happen. So, look. It's a two-horse race in the NFC East, my NFC East. It's, it's the Eagles. It's, it's, the, it's the Cowboys. Easy. D-Boys. Eagles. Motherfuck the Eagles. Um, I hate everything about them. I hate the smell of them, the look of them. Um, Carson Wentz ain't shit, I've been telling you, since, they were dra- since he was drafted. I don't get the hype. I don't understand it. Cowboys fucked up by not getting Dak a, a fucking contract before he got signed, before Wentz got signed, because now they have to pay more. Dak... Dak turned down $30 million a year today. He, that, that's the news. That t- Dak turned down $30 million. Now, I don't know if that's because he wanted more guaranteed or some shit or there's some fine lines. Maybe they had some, you know, fine print at the, at the very tiny bottom that you never read, that, that fucking Apple fucking uh, uh, agreement lease thing that you have to fucking check off or some shit that he wasn't quite fucking, you know, happy or satisfied about. But you turned down $30 fucking million, man. Oh, man. 
If you sign Dak Prescott at $30 million, I don't know what the fuck. You, you ain't getting Zeke and, and, and Amari next year. Amari said he's chilling this year. He, he don't need a contract this year. Why? Because he's making 14 mil this year, which is like top five wide receiver money already without a new contract. Um, he knows the D-boys need his ass, so he, he's just in the catbird seat, just chilling up there fucking illing, illing, illing with all the fucking bad Bettys, just ordering little cocktails with little fucking umbrellas and shit in them. He don't give a fuck. Zeke over in, 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 in fucking... You go fuck around and get get fucking hung up by your fucking heels and, and your shooter stuffed in your mouth over there in Mexico, Zeke. You you fucking around in cartel territory over there. Cabo ain't safe, homie. You out there thinking shit sweet in your little ATV uh, golf cart and shit, cruising around and shit. When when all the other homies are putting in the work, that's fine, homie. You better come back and light the motherfucking world on fire, or else I'm calling El Chapo ASAP. I'm 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 giving El Chapo some fucking commissary. I'm sending some 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 fucking uh, cigarettes. I'm putting some money on the books for the homie to go over there and handle this motherfucking business and ship your motherfucking personally. One day, Amazon Prime, ship your motherfucking ass back to Dallas Cowboy Training Camp. This is some motherfucking bullshit. You need to get your ass. You got two years left on that motherfucking contract. Don't get me started on Zeke. We don't need him. We got Pollard anyways. He's fucking rolling. Yeah, I'm turning on Zeke. It is what it it is what it is, man. But. Uh, D-Boy's going to be fine. We're going to win this division. Everybody, every year, um, always picks the Eagles. Eagles this, Eagles that. Uh, they did win the Super Bowl a couple years ago, but they wouldn't have done that with Wentz. No fucking way he was going to have, uh, you know, uh, Nick Foles came in and had one of the all-time great playoff Super Bowl runs ever. Ever. Remember when Joe Flacco did that shit for the Ravens one year, too? That wouldn't have happened for Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, he ain't even played in a fucking playoff game. Homie can't make it through a full season there like he was going to be an MVP and shit. He wasn't an MVP. You got to play to be an MVP. You got to finish the motherfucking year. You can't be up in the IR in week 12 and shit. Fucking in the ER with fucking feeding tubes and shit in your motherfucking mouth. And expect to win the fucking MVP. I didn't see him do shit for nobody. Two years ago. I saw him not win an MVP. I saw him not take the fucking field. And I saw him in the back dry hating while motherfucking Nick Foles won the MVP. I saw the dry hate in his fucking eyes. Trust me, a hater recognized real haters, recognized real haters. I saw that shit. He was dry hating. And the motherfuckers called him out. His own teammates called him out in the offseason. Leaked some crazy press story about him being a, 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 a buster ass Douglas, a, a Dave and Buster, a Buster Oni, a Buster Posey ass motherfucker. They called his ass out. Don't think I forgot that, Carson Wentz. You trash, son. You trash. This is the D-Boys year. This is the D-Boys year, period. Hands down. Antonio Brown, you bitch-ass motherfucker, you. Moving right along, Antonio motherfucking Brown. I'm coming for you. Everybody's been, been vying for the spot. They want to be the next uh, uh, Jalen. Only Ramsey I know is Jean Benet. They're all trying to be that. Now we got Melvin... Uh, the only Gordon I know is Fisherman Gordon over here holding out, thinking he's a motherfucking... Zeke Elliott type of fucking player. He's trying to get dragged across the motherfucking field every fucking week. Week 1 through fucking 16. He's trying to 17, whatever, however many fucking weeks there are. This motherfucker trying to trying to get uh, trying to get dragged. Now this dude AB, man, he he has taken the place of Jalen Charles Ramsey. He uh, Come on, man. This motherfucker's on some on some super fuckboy shit. This dude's like if Colby Covington was in the NFL and shit. That's what that's what this guy's on some nuclear nuclear atomic fuckboy shit. Intergalactic fuckboy shit. This dude shows up in a hot air balloon like this is Albuquerque, New Mexico or some shit and it's like the the little hot air balloon festival was festival and shit. He comes he comes down in his little hot air balloon. Don't don't get me started on how all these motherfuckers showed up to training camp. Oh, I already got into that shit. Remember? Said somebody's going to show up, fuck around and show up in a Macy's Day, uh, Thanksgiving Day parade. You know, fucking some Instagram Betty right on the back of that motherfucking float and shit. This dude AB started that shit showing up in a fucking hot air balloon. Somebody should have shot it like a old school, where it was Joe Rogan with his bow and arrow or some shit and shoot, the, shoot a fucking hole in that thing. Watch that motherfucker fall to the ground and shit. Feet all burned up from a cryogenic freeze or some shit. This dude was in like a fugue state traveling fucking light years or some shit. I don't know. He was in some cryogenic some shit. Burned his motherfucking feet. Homie out here rocking the, the new uh, 2020 Doctor Show blister insoles and shit. You see his motherfucking feet? It tore the fuck up, son. 
His feet are, 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 are one big fucking blister. It looks like a goddamn uh, a shoe insert. This motherfucker out here gonna be the next face of Dr. Shows. This motherfucker put some motherfucking Crocs on. It's some Birkenstocks if you're gonna roll up in this uh, cryotherapy some shit. Motherfucker burned his feet. You can burn your feet. How come the rest of them didn't fucking burn? Homie wasn't wearing his socks or some shit. First that. So homeboy shows up in a hot air balloon. Now homeboy uh, burns his motherfucking feet in a giant freezer or some shit. And now this motherfucker's bitching about his helmet. He ain't going to play. He, he threatened to retire because he wants to be able to wear the, the, the helmet he's been wearing for the last 10 years. So that when he, gets, uh, when he starts sounding like Bernard Hopkins in a, in, a, in a year and a half, he can sue the NFL and say that they, uh, they didn't protect him against cu- concussions and shit. Nah, homie. They made some super new uh, uh, helmets, and they're making everybody wear them. They gave you five years to adjust to it and shit, and that wasn't enough for him. Give this motherfucker a leather helmet. Give him one of those old school 1942 World War II uh, uh, leather helmets and shit. Give him some McGuire's uh, 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 leather uh, uh, car cleaning shit to keep that, that motherfucker nice and supple. And tell him to shut the fuck up. The union ain't buying that. The, play, you know, the Players Association. To give him a motherfucking one of those punter's helmets with the one bar across the face and shit. Give him that shit. Tell him to take your motherfucking ass on. Go ahead and retire, motherfucker. Raiders are over here like acting like, oh yeah, you know, he, he's, he, you know... It's okay, you know, it's a personal situation. No, it ain't no personal situation. You motherfuckers are regretting the motherfucking day. It's like you left your wife for the Instagram hoe, and you got catfished, and she's a bitch, and it's too late to turn back now and go back to your wife with your your dick tucked between your leg and beg forgiveness. It's too late. You already moved in with this bitch. Motherfucker already uh, moved in all her, her, her fucking luggage and shit. Been living on the street and shit until you came and Superman the hoe. That's A.B. right now. It's too late to turn back now. It's too too late to, uh, to get your draft picks back for this guy. You're stuck with this dude. Ain't nobody in that locker room could be feeling A.B. right now. There's no fucking way. He's up here with his, his little, little, uh, I don't know what the fuck that thing is on his lip. It's like, uh, he's, he's bleaching it. It's like Eminem's hairdo, uh, 1990, 1998 Eminem, bleached blonde uh, on his lip or some shit. I don't know what the fuck this guy's doing. He, he, he looks like a fuckboy. He acts like a fuckboy. He's like a grown-ass child. This dude's like, he, he, the only reason he wants to wear that helmet is so he can be the only person not wearing the other helmet. That's how this dude is. It's like a kid, like, everybody's drawing with crowns. No, he wants fucking markers. He wants magic markers. Everybody's making, you know, clay pottery. He wants Play-Doh. He's just got to be different from everybody else because his ego is so motherfucking huge. He can't fit through the fucking door. He's got to take the back way, the freight elevators and shit. This motherfucker's on some super narcissistic, egotistical, selfish shit. Selfish shit. Let this get this motherfucker out of here. If I if I was a if I was in that fucking uh, on on that team, I'd roll up in there and he showed his face. I'd punch him in that motherfucking uh, uh, weird ass mustache of him that he has. I'd punch him right in that motherfucker quick, like duff him out, run his motherfucking pocket, see what kind of cash he's carrying. Jack his little fucking uh, uh, Starbucks uh, buy seven, get one free card. This dude's on some super shit, man. I don't know what to say about this motherfucker, but I can tell that it's going to be a fantastic season between uh, 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 the, the whiskey. It's going to be a, a great marriage, if you will, between the Whiskey Sick podcast and Antonio Brown. It's going it's to be a lovely relationship that we're going to have this, this uh, football season. Fuck else do we got going on? Uh, other NFL shit. Yeah, so preseason's preseason. You know, uh, not can't make a whole lot of out of any of it. Cowboys did look like dog shit though. After the starters came out, man, it, it was it was fucking bad. The 49ers looked like dog shit too, but we expected that. They had 20 fucking penalties, man. That that shit was nuts. But uh, all I learned is that if Dak goes down, if Dak uh, gets an injury, we're, we're figgity fucked just like we were uh, when, with that initial year when uh, Tony Romo went down and we had uh, Matt Castle and, and that other motherfucking fuckboy uh, quarterbacking for us and we went like 4-12, and 12, which was actually ended up being the best thing that ever happened to us because then we ended up getting the fourth pick overall and got Zeke. So maybe it worked out for the better, but if Dak goes down, we're, we're fucked, man. You might as well... 
put Jason Garrett's ass back in at, at quarterback, man. He, he used to be a quarterback. He backed up Troy Aikman, played about four games. Uh, I remember he won one time. Uh, he beat the Packers on, like, Thanksgiving or some shit, and that was, like, his claim to fame and basically got him a head coaching job. Uh, but uh, we'll keep an eye on uh, – um, Let's see the rookies that played well. Um, that little kid, Kyler Murray, that little 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 fucking Tyrion Lannister ass motherfucker. That motherfucker, he uh, he looked good, man. He's he's got a he got a quick release. He's quick out of the pocket. He's a little small. He's on that bow legged weird shit. Um, look like he you know walks like a little duck with his feet like kind of inward or some shit, you know. Um, but he he's got a hell of an arm, man. Quick release. That ball's fucking zipping. Zipping that little man can throw the motherfucking ball, man. I, I I like what they're doing over there. That Rosen dude was all pissed off that they shipped his ass out for this guy. I was like, yeah, that was the right fucking move. Sorry, Rosen, you need to uh, take your motherfucking ass on. Uh, you don't gotta go home, but you gotta get the fuck up out of Arizona, homeboy. Um, who else looked good? Um, so we saw the other two. We saw uh, Haskins. We saw Daniel Jones. Those were the big names. Baker Mayfield's out here front running, uh, 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 scoring touchdowns against the you know, third string players and, and, and fucking acting like he won the Super Bowl and shit. Fuck it. I love it. I already made my fucking picks. I, I told y'all it's going to be the it's going to be the Chiefs and, and Browns. You heard it. The Chiefs and Browns in the AFC championship game. You heard it. You heard it here. The Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. It's going to be the Cowboys. I don't know who's going to be at next. I, I picked the Saints right now. <clears throat> Saints, Cowboys. Uh, they play in the regular season again this year in, in New Orleans this time. Uh, if you remember last year, we cracked the motherfucking ass, and after that, uh, Drew Brees wasn't the same. That whole team wasn't the same, and they still should have made it to the Super Bowl. Uh, got ripped the fuck off. So it's going to be Saints, Cowboys, Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Cowboys beat you're like, there's no way the fucking Cowboys beat the, the Chiefs in Mahomes. Yeah, we're going to beat the Chiefs in Mahomes. We got a better defense than the motherfuckers. Offenses, they got a better offense than us right now. On paper, a little bit. We'll see. We have enough offense to keep up with them. Our defense is so much better than theirs that that'll, that'll make the gap, that'll close the gap between our offenses. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You shovel when I'm shitting over here? So those are the predictions. Cowboys are walking away with a chip. Number six, uh, ninth Super Bowl appearance, uh, appearance in their history. And there ain't shit you can do about it. You know? Uh, there's just not. Um, if you don't like it, uh, fuck you. Uh, it is what it is. And you better pray. You better pray. You're gonna the day the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, February seventh, two thousand twenty. Whatever the fuck it is, is the day I lose all my motherfucking listeners. All twelve of you motherfuckers are gonna stop listening to this shit because every fucking episode is gonna be D boys, D boys, D boys. I will never let anybody forget that the Cowboys are the Super Bowl fucking champions. Trust me on that shit. Fight talk. Let's get into some fucking fight talk. Um, where to start? Okay, so a couple weeks ago we had, uh, two weeks ago we had the douchebag of the universe, man. Y'all, y'all say, some, some people were like, hey, how do you take the douchebag, you know, the undisputed fucking belt, uh, douchebag of the universe belt away from Luke Rockhold? Like, that, how do you rest, how do you give that, just give that away? And it wasn't even an interim belt I gave to Kobe Covington. I gave him the undisputed, the actual belt. I gave it to Kobe Covington. And you found out why. This motherfucker won. Uh, first of all, he didn't fight. He fought Kobe Covington fought Robbie Lawler. He didn't fight ruthless Robbie Lawler. There's a complete difference. This is the this is the Robbie Lawler that shows up from time to time and lets himself get beat up on and and, and sometimes fires back but doesn't. He didn't fight the guy that came out and tried to uh, literally bury uh, Ben Askren, uh, try to slam him through the fucking octagon and shit uh, like four weeks before. He, he fought some dude. I don't know what what the fuck the game plan was uh, with my man. Uh, Robbie Lawler, of course y'all know I, I picked Robbie Lawler to win this game, I mean this fight, and uh, I don't know what the game plan was, it was literally just stand there, it was the Homer Simpson versus Frederick Tatum uh, uh, game plan, basically, get punched, you remember Homer gets, you know, fights, fights boxcar Fred, uh, boxcar Willie, and he fights, it's like, uh, uh, what was that, that game, Mike Tyson's punch out, you fight all these chumps to get to, to Mike Tyson, who was Frederick Tatum, on the big show and shit, they even had the fan man coming in and shit into the ring. If you remember that episode, Homer gets punched in his face until the dude gets tired. And then he just pushes him over after like an hour and a half of getting punched in the face. That was the Robbie Lawler game plan in this one. I mean, that's the only thing I could. I mean, there were times where he had excellent head movement and he was making Kobe miss. But Kobe literally threw more punches as ever been thrown in, in a, a MMA match. He threw almost 600 punches. He, he landed like 150, which isn't a great rate. 
But still, you landed 150 goddamn punches. Uh, I think Robbie Lawler landed about 14. Uh, don't quote me on that shit, but that's what it felt like. Um, and then uh, the stuttering Stanley-ass motherfucker. Uh, the most entertaining part of the fight was uh, the most trouble that he, uh, Kobe Covington was given was the microphone itself. I mean, this guy got up there, and he is like, I don't know if he's got CTE already, but he was stumbling, bumbling, rumbling, standing like a, like a fucking moron. The only thing he happened to articulate that sounded like anything uh, remotely intelligible was, was the Matt Hughes line, which I, I got to say, man, that, that shit was kind of flames. I hate on, on Colby Covington enough, but homie said uh, he, uh, he said to Robbie Lawler that uh, he should have learned from his 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 friend Matt Hughes um, not to play on the train tracks when a train is coming. And if you don't know, um, Matt Hughes uh, got hit by a fucking train trying to cross the tracks in his truck, trying to beat it across the shit on some dumb shit, but. Still, homie almost fucking died. He was in the hospital in a coma and shit, and he could barely walk now. He's, like, feebled and shit. He's walking like like Jimmy from South Park and shit. He's, he's on, like, crutches and shit. It's, it's bad. Um, but Kobe came out there and, and was fucking talking shit, front-running, yip-yapping. And, and, and I just, man, I was, fuck Robbie Lawler for this shit. Fuck, he deserves this shit because you, you could have knocked this motherfucker out. I mean, if Robbie had just let his hands go, he could have knocked this motherfucker out. But he just didn't even try, man. It, 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 and then I have to sit here and listen to this motherfucker uh, take victory laps and shit, talking all kinds of shit, man. Man, it was, it was just a tough pill to swallow. It's been tough, you know, for, for sports. Uh, for me, for for a few years now, especially now with Kobe Covington as a champion, um, uh, he's got to fight Kamaru Usman next, man. Um, as much as um, as I want to see Masvidal get that title shot, and he deserves that title shot, I think it makes a lot more sense for him to fight uh, that that Leonard guy. What, what oh, fuck? He just fought. Just had his name in my mind, man, homies. You know how I be getting. You know how I be getting before these fucking uh, these shows. I be I be getting. High as a high as a bird, high as a bird's ass, stoned up Willie McGinnis, high as fuck, looking down on you motherfuckers like a snob. That's how high I be getting before these shows, so I forget shit. I apologize. Uh, the guy that beat uh, that uh, he pieced up with a three-piece combo, Masvidal. He should fight that dude. And then Kobe's got to fight Kamaru Usman. I don't know who wins that fight. Their styles are so so much alike, and I got to give it to Kobe. I think he puts punches puts punches together cleaner. Um, but Kamaru Usman's bigger, stronger, more power in those hands. Not very technical with his hands, but he did give Woodley a lot of problem with it. But Woodley's not the best best kickboxer. He basically has one punch, right hand, and that's it. Um, that's a toss-up fight. I, I'm I'm praying Kamaru Usman can win this shit. I'm praying Kamaru Usman can win this shit. Because uh, I can't imagine Kobe Covington actually having the fucking actual belt, not that little tinfoil. Um, Michael's, you know, the, the, the fucking Hobby Lobby belt that this motherfucker made uh, with construction paper and shit, the, the one that Kobe Covington's carrying around. Now, fuck all that. Uh, Kamaru Usman has the undisputed belt. That's the real belt. You got the Fisher-Price uh, uh, Sid from Toy Story. Uh, you got the Fisher Price, Kobe Covington belt over there. You ain't you ain't rocking that real shit. Um, that shit makes your skin turn green. Uh, you on that fake ass shit? Um, so Kobe Covington won that shit. Um, then we had uh, Saturday on top of the D Boys game being trash. As I've already alluded to, we had um, Shevchenko versus. I, I, it's hard for me to talk shit. Uh, Liz Carmouche, um, bad young lady. Dago representative, uh, 10th Planet San Diego. Um, I didn't think she could beat Shevchenko. Y'all know Shevchenko is an undercover bad little Betty. Um, one of the baddest in the world. Probably the second, third best fighter, UFC, uh, women's fighter ever. I got um, Nunez now, then Cyborg, uh, then Shevchenko, then Gina Carano. Probably around in that order. Top four right there ever. Um, so there's no way I thought, but I thought that she would at least go out there and give her a good test. You know, got great ground game, Liz Carmouche does. I had no idea that Liz Carmouche, I totally forgot she beat Jessica Andrade. And not only did she beat her, she mounted her and stopped her with TKO punches. So walking into that fight, Liz Carmouche had wins over two current UFC champions, Jessica Andrade and Shevchenko. She, uh, Carmouche was uh, Shevchenko's first professional loss. 
And so if she can beat her once, she can beat her again. You can say Shevchenko got so much better, but so did Liz Carmouche. Carmouche is a bad motherfucker. Um, but Liz, Liz, Liz straight up got no hit. Um, she got shut out, full nine inning, uh, no hit, shut out. Um, she, had, she basically had a walk to break up the perfect game with some leg kicks in the first round. That's basically it. That's how she broke up the perfect game. She got a couple leg kicks in on, on round one. Other than that, it, it was a no-hit, shutout fucking win. And Shevchenko didn't even look like she wanted to be there. I mean, it was just like, ah, oh, you know, I, I just scored just enough points to win this fuck every round and, and, and walk away with it. But um, Liz, Liz just was literally, I mean, if you read the comments, that she, if you saw that she was shadow boxing, man. She was standing in place throwing punches at air. From miles away, she was throwing kicks. Like, she wasn't even close to Shevchenko. She was terrified. It's like Shevchenko had, like, fucking uh, some fucking kind of disease, some skin disease, and she didn't want to touch her. And It was weird. I mean, she was literally just throwing right hands at nothing. Like, she wasn't even engaging a range. She never got in the pocket one time, really, other than getting punched in her face by Shevchenko a couple times. Uh, didn't try to work any takedowns, really. Uh, not till like the end of the fight and she didn't really even try that very hard. I don't know what the fuck happened to her. I don't know what they were telling her in between rounds. I, I saw my man, Richie, um, uh, boogeyman, uh, Richie Mart- Martinez. I fucking, I'm, I'm blowing it. Whiskey's going to listen to this shit and give me some shit. His brother's Rio, uh, Geo, sorry. Um, bad motherfuckers, 10th planet, black belts, uh, Really dope motherfuckers. They were in, they were they were in his corner. I didn't see Eddie Bravo in there. Um, he doesn't. She doesn't really train at Eddie Bravo's actual headquarters gym. She trains in San Diego. But um, I don't know what the advice was. All I would have told her is that you got to stop. You got to go forward. You got to risk everything. You can't just go in here and, and and just say, hey, I went five rounds with her. No, you got to go in there and try to win. You got to risk being knocked out sometimes. The good thing is this isn't boxing. This isn't like the homie that just got killed. You know, the two homies that just got killed. You're not taking... These dudes don't die from getting knocked out. They die from taking a whole lot of abuse. Look, if you go after Shevchenko, she's just going to do you like Jessica. Ah, She's going to put you out quick. You don't have to worry about success, you know, concussive damage and all that shit. You're just going to get slept real quick. Damage kept minimal. And that's it. And who cares? It's better than going out the way you just went out. It's better than going out, getting clowned. Uh, you didn't even fight, you didn't even throw any punches, anybody, anybody in the crowd watching that shit, uh, uh, some, uh, you know, soccer mom, some third grade teacher in the crowd drinking fucking six pack of White Claws or some shit could have rolled up in there and done better than Liz Car- Carmouche, all she would have had to do, Liz Carmouche didn't land a punch, I- I'm not, I don't have the fucking punch uh, tracker in front of me, I watched every minute of this fight, I didn't see her land one fucking punch, <coughs> not one, not one head kick, not nothing, she landed a couple leg kicks, and that was literally it. I mean, it was embarrassing. That shit was bad. It was so bad. Like the only thing you remember from this fight is is Mike uh, from this fight card was Mike Perry's nose after he fought Vicente Luque. That shit was nasty. Y'all didn't see this shit. Google this shit right now while I'm talking. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Mike Perry got his nose crushed by a knee. I mean, the shit was like looked like the Michael Jackson nose, like for real. Uh, it looked like what the shit. It looked like. You know, uh, those car commercials look like a, a Lexus car commercial road. You know what I'm talking about? Like when you see the car, uh, the car is winding through the hills of like Bulgaria or some shit. And it's like that windy ass road. And you got this distant shot and shit. It looked like one of those car commercial roads where they're doing the test drive and shit. His nose is crooked as a motherfucker. It's like if you took Mr. Po- Mr. Potato Head's nose off and just left that little hole there. That's what this dude, it look, he has like a huge dent. You remember what, um... The male cyborg's forehead looked like after uh, Michael Venom Page dented his forehead in. That's what this dude's nose looked like. That's what Mike, Mike Perry's nose looked like. It looked like uh, your car door when somebody runs a shopping cart into it at Food for Less parking lot or some shit like that. It had like a huge dent in it. Like, call your insurance, get this shit fucking covered type shit. Geico, where you at? 15 minutes or less, some shit like that. That's what Mike Perry, like, get my Geico representative out here to fucking fix this motherfucking dent. Um, his face was all kinds of fucked up um good fight though that was probably the best fight on the card um a lot of people even thought that mike perry won i i thought that if there was any fight that was a draw that was a draw i thought every round was like a draw they were like kind of like back and forth but not really effective either one of them i thought vincent vincente luque was a little better than i saw him there maybe he just had an off night mike perry he's just not a technical fighter he's just an aggressive fighter 
that's how he's made his his uh, his career is just being uh, just straight aggression, just going straight forward, and and that's pretty much you know he has real wide punches. And, uh, he doesn't really close the distance very well. Doesn't have a jab. A jab is everything, homies. If you're gonna get into some shit. Um, and you want to start learning how to fight, I know first thing the triple champ's going to do, the only thing he's going to do when he first starts uh, learning some stand-up and shit is going to be jabbing. You ain't gonna, I'm not even going to teach him how to throw right hand or power hand before he has jabs. That's all he's going to know how to do is jabs from both sides. Jab, jab, jab. It's the most important punch. If you ask me, if you were making a fighter and you can give him any attributes, you say, would you rather have like a Tyron Woodley right hand uh, like a power hand like that, a Chuck Liddell overhand right. You know, what What would you rather have? I would take the George St. Pierre jab. That's what I would take. I would take the George Masvidal, uh, the Jorge Masvidal jab. I would take a great jab over any other punch, any other, uh, you know, um, anything. That's what I would take. I, w- I would take a fucking good jab. It's not sexy. You know, it's not knocking people out. Um, like a, you know, like, like a nasty hook or, or a straight overhand or some shit like that, but it, it's going to win you fights. You don't got a jab. You can't set up anything. If, if Liz Carmouche had a jab, she could have put that out there and closed the distance and got inside on, on Shevchenko a couple times, maybe had been affected with some, with some takedowns, some clinches, not up against the cage, but in the middle of the fucking, uh, cage so she can get, actually get some takedowns. That's how important a motherfucking jab is. Moving right along. What else do we got? Uh, UFC 241 this weekend. Woo, 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 wee, motherfuckers. We got heat rocks on deck. Motherfucking heat rocks. We'll start with, we'll start with my least favorite fight. The fight that is, is the main event. I've seen this fight. I don't want to see this fight again. I know everybody's like, oh, the first one was like, no, nah, it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't a fluke. Uh, Daniel Cormier is better than Stipe Miocic. Stipe Miocic is kind of overrated. Yeah, I said it. Listen, the, the, the heavyweight division has always been pretty soft. Competition hasn't been great. It's been better in, the, in, in recent years. But Daniel Cormier was, I mean, uh, Miocic was kind of beating dudes at the, the end of their career. Dos Santos, this was after, you know, you know getting knocked out several times. Um, he hasn't been really a title challenger. Um, he did beat... Um, um, what was homie's name to uh, Verdum? Verdum. He beat Verdum to win the title. Um, that was a good fight. Verdum was was on a run too. Um, but you know, I I just don't see this. I I mean, I guess you know, if it's it's kind of the fight to make, I'd rather see I'd rather see just like a, a an well, not even I wouldn't write I wouldn't want to see Ngannou versus Cormier either because that's just an easy fight for Daniel Cormier. I know all he's got to do is get a takedown, and that's it. Every round, start off with a takedown. Just drive him up against the cage, take his ass down. And and that's over. It's over. You you saw that happen when Miocic beat beat Ngannou. The the way to beat Ngannou was just to take him down. So those two fighters have that ability, Miocic and, and, and Cormier. So I don't I could never see Ngannou beating either one of them. But uh, this fight we've seen it happen. So I'm not that that excited by it. Um, with that being said, Miocic did look good. You know, before he got knocked out early in that first round, you saw enough to see that he could win this fight. He could win this fight, but I don't think he is. I think Daniel Cormier, uh, I think he's more powerful. I think his his wrestling is way better. His grappling is way better. Um, The one thing, though, that Daniel Cormier does way too much, which got him knocked out against John Jones in their second fight, was how he he bends over, he does a crouch, and he throws his his lead hand o- like over his head to try to initiate the clinch. He's always bending over at his waist to try to initiate this clinch. It's like a head movement to he tries to time it when somebody throws a shot, a jab across or something. He slips it and then shoots his left hand, his lead hand up high to try to grab the collar, to try to get a collar tie, and then that's how he initiates uh, the clinch. With, with fighters, and that's how he works his takedowns. That's how he works his uppercuts in the clinch and stuff like that, the little dirty boxing on the inside. Um, John Jones knew that was happening, and he waited for it, and he kicked him in the motherfucking head. And, and that is the way you attack Daniel Cormier. So hopefully, I know uh, Miocic isn't a kicker, but he's got to be throwing some knees. He's got to be looking for him to duck right into one of those low shots like that. Um, that's a very dangerous thing. And if you know Cormier gets the third shot at, at, at John Jones, he's got to fix that because he's going to get knocked out again. Um, but everything points to Daniel Cormier winning this fight. Um, it, keep in mind, this has been like I've been on a, a on a terrible 
uh, fight, pick, and run. I, you know, I've sprinkled in some some gems here and there, but for the most part, you know, it's been an off it's been an off year. You know, I've been if I had to equate it to like a, a baseball batting average, I'm probably bat, batting like 245 this year. Not good, not good, not terrible. You know, there's some other motherfuckers on the bench. You know, batting eighth and ninth that are probably around the 225 range. So I'm looking decent compared to them. But you know, they signed me. They signed me up to hit close to like 290, 295, push 300 a little bit, and, and, and I'm not there. So. Um, you know, I'm feeling a little inadequate, so you know I've been a little wrong lately. But this one feels like it's Daniel Cormier. It's built for him to win. It's going to be a better fight. I think it's going to be. Um, I think this could be like a decision type fight or a late TKO for Daniel Cormier. Um, it, it, it'll be an interesting fight. Definitely not the best fight on this card. We got Diaz versus uh, uh, Anthony Pettis. I didn't think this shit was going to come to fruition. I really didn't think that um, Nate Diaz would would show up. Like I just figured and he still has time to not show up i won't believe that he's actually gonna fight until i see him walking down into the cage actually steps foot into the motherfucking cage i you know anything could upset this dude this dude could get down to the fucking steps of the cage and be like nah fuck that i'm gonna go smoke a fucking blunt or some shit and turn around put his little fucking slides on and, and take slide his ass right back to the fucking back room green room and shit and just smoke instead of fighting I, that's what that's what these diaz's do you know they just like whatever the fuck they feel at the moment so who knows if he actually steps in and fights Pettis, man, if this fight had happened right after um, the Connor fights for, for Diaz, if he hadn't taken, you know, it's been three and a half years since he last fought. And, and that's the question mark. If this had happened right after he fought, you know, even lost to that, that Connor fight, I would have taken Diaz, you know, just by volume going forward, better gas tank. Um, I just think he would have just put too much pressure on Anthony Pettis, and Anthony Pettis wasn't looking very good. I don't like Anthony Pettis at 170 pounds. I don't like Diaz at 170 pounds. To fight each other at 170, okay, but they both need to go back down to 155 pounds after this if they really want to want to try to win a title or, or just have better fights. Because, listen, Anthony Pettis, you looking chubby as fuck. Now, I don't know if in the future, I mean, in the past, you were on some shit if you were on that fucking, uh, um, uh, what, what's homeboy, fuck. God damn, I'm terrible with motherfucking names. Um, DJ, uh, TJ, TJ Dillashaw shit. If you were on that EPO, TJ Dillashaw shit, because you used to be cut as fuck, and all of a sudden you didn't, and now you're like, like got a fucking belly and shit on you rocking out at, at 170. You're like, oh, now I don't have to run as much, and I don't have to do all that. You still got to fucking run, homie. Even at 170, even if you're going up in weight, you still got to run. You can't just put weight on without cardio. Like, that's not going to fucking happen. You don't just get to eat more to put weight on. Usually people want to bulk up, add a little fucking muscle or some shit. Not not fat. Not, I'm eating CC's pizza, you know, three times a week and not running. Like, that's not right. Uh, but... You know, he has won a fight. I thought it was real lucky that he beat um, Wonder Boy. I, he was getting tooled before he, he knocked Wonder Boy out with that weird little punch that he threw off the cage. He was getting that Superman punch or whatever it was. He was getting pieced up. He really was. He was getting he was getting outpointed. You know, he, he wasn't taking huge shots, but, I mean, he was bloodied up, and, and it was going all uh, Wonder Boy's way. Uh, and trust me, if, if, if he fights anybody else other than Diaz after this, Everybody smokes him. You ain't built for Masvidal. You ain't built for, as as it pains me to say, Kobe Covington, Kamaro Usman, even Robbie Lawler is too huge. Ben Askren takes you to the ground and and, and just suffocates you. Um, I don't know who the fuck he could fight at 170 that 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 would be good for him. He needs to get his ass back down to 170 after this. But, um, the, and like I said, you know, if this fight happened three years ago, it's all Diaz. I, the question is, what Diaz is going to show up? Has has he fallen off? Three and a half years is a long time. He might not be that guy anymore physically. He might not be that bo- that dude anymore. Um, I don't doubt that he's you know cardio and shit. I know he's been training like probably every day. He he even said in the countdown shit that he, there's no off time for him. Like people have training camps and like decide three months out that they're gonna start training for fights. He never stops training for fights. He doesn't even know what a training camp is because he's always training. And he, you know he's swimming from fucking Alcatraz, man. This dude's like uh, you know letting himself get locked up and shit, and then jumping in and and, and fucking escaping. You know, without the blow-up dolls and the shit like those dudes in the 50s tried to do. Like, this dude swimming with sharks and shit out there. You know, doing triathlons and shit. So, I, I, no doubt that this dude's, you know, in, in shape. But, you don't know what you're going to get from Nate Diaz. I'm going to pick Nate Diaz. Only because I've said, and it's been said a million times on this podcast, that I would scrap with Anthony Pettis at any moment. I, I would, when I talk shit, I talk shit and, and I... 
preface my shit talking either you know like like I talk shit about Kobe Covington but I would never talk shit to Kobe Covington's face he'd dominate my motherfucking ass he'd slap me around uh call me a you know a little Betty or some shit treat me like a fucking Betty or something you know just just bend me over and do whatever the fuck he wanted to me uh, Pettis nah nah I could scrap with Pettis I could he probably he could still probably knock me out but I wouldn't be afraid to fight Pettis I don't think that there's anything other than a couple cartwheel kicks that he throws every once in a while that never land, um, you know, just so he can have a little highlight reel and shit, so he can have, uh, you know, um, nah, man, I ain't buying Anthony Pettis. It's hard for me to pick Anthony Pettis. I haven't seen a world beater in a long time for Anthony Pettis. Uh, Dos Anjos took that away from him. He, he took his soul. He shanked his sungdom right there in the fucking, when he took Anthony Pettis' belt, he broke him. Pettis breaks. He can be broken. Nate Diaz cannot be broken. Diaz brothers cannot be broken. The only time Nate Diaz ever been finished was against Josh Thompson, and he took like 18 head kicks. It took like 18 head kicks to, to knock Diaz out. That was the only time he's been knocked out. It was vicious. Go back and watch that fight. That's a good fight if you want to, you know, like to watch fights leading up to a fight. Watch Diaz versus Josh Thompson. Josh Thompson put it on him, man. That was like, I think it might have been even Josh Thompson's first fight in the UFC when he, when he came back um, from Bellator and, and Strike Force and all those things that where he was fighting and shit. Um, what else do we got? Oh, yeah. The fucking steroid. This is like the steroid ball right here, man. We got... Uh, Yoel Romero versus Paulo Costa. Costa, sorry, Paulo Costa. Um, I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but uh, Yoel Romero got awarded twenty-seven million dollars. Now, how much of that he's actually going to see? Who knows? Uh, from a supplement company that he sued because he um, failed a drug test, and then they found trace supplements in his, you know, the supplement that he was taking, trace steroids. Come on, come on. That motherfucker was been been since been on fucking steroids, and he found a loophole and took advantage and got twenty seven million dollars out of that shit. Talk, that's a fucking lottery. This motherfucker hit the fucking lottery on that man. Um, and, and Paulo Costa, Paulo Costa, he he's on every kind of roid ever made too. I mean, there's no way. I don't know how these guys haven't pissed hot. It's only a matter of time. Uh, technically, Yoel did piss hot. He just found a loophole to get away with it and profit off of it, which is fucking crazy. Um, but this fight, man, these two dudes could be at like 205 easy, man. These, these dudes are, are, are fucking built like fucking G.I. Joes and shit, like you're, you're, you're superheroes. I mean, these dudes are massive. Um, I don't know what to fucking pick here. Eventually, you got to think that, um, you know, uh, age is going to catch up to, to Yoel Romero. I mean, he's 40-something. He's 40 years old, 41, somewhere around there. Um, Hasn't really taken a whole lot of damage in his career. I got to think that his wrestling is worth something, but his gas tank is terrible. The only reason he didn't beat Whitaker those fights is because he, he had like three, four rounds where he didn't do absolutely a fucking thing. He just sat there and, and took the Liz Carmouche route. And then the few times that he actually decided to explode and throw punches, he almost knocked Whitaker out. Um... So, I mean, fuck, I don't know. Paulo Costa, he hasn't been tested. He's, he's just kind of knocking fools out in the first round. I'm going to take Yoel Romero. Uh, maybe he works in his wrestling a little better um, and, and is able to get some good ground to pound. I'm going to pick a decision. It's only three rounds, so I'm going to take Paulo Costa. I'm going to take um, Yoel Romero to beat Paulo Costa. That's what I'm going to do. So those are, those are the fucking picks. I got, I got Romero, Diaz, Cormier, all went in the fucking scrap. I, I want to see Diaz win, and then I want to see what's next for him. If he's going to fight, he's going to take another three and a half years off. Um, what, what the fuck's going to happen? Hopefully he comes and, and he you know finishes uh, Pettis and then goes down and, and decides he's going to be at 155 and want to make a title shot. That shit would be uh, pretty fucking dope. Um, let me save this shit before I lose all my fucking gold. Oh, yeah, I just saw my... My little, my little show rundown notes. I forgot to mention that. One FC. Actually, um, Eddie Alvarez got a win, and so did Demetrius Johnson. They both got fucking wins in the last uh, One FC out there in, in, in fucking the, the Congo or wherever the fuck they're fighting. Um, but I also saw One FC has Muay Thai. Full rules Muay Thai with MMA gloves. That's some hard shit. That's the kind of shit we need to see on, on ESPN The Ocho. Not, not fucking uh, uh, electric or gas power, lawn mowing championships, not cornhole championships, which I've been seeing lately. Uh, yeah, cornhole. Yeah, well, what the fuck is cornhole? That sounds gay as fuck, which would be cool if it was. We ain't going that route. I'm just saying it just sounds like a homosexual act, cornhole. What is your cornhole? It's got to be your butt, right? Um, 
cornholes where you toss the bean bags in, in, in the little fucking wooden thing that has a hole in the center of it. They, they actually had that on here. They brought back ESPN Ocho and shit, um, which is just like all the, the weird games. They had pizza uh, crust, pizza dough tossing championships and all this shit. But I can't get full rules Muay Thai. Full rules Muay Thai with fucking MMA gloves. I can't get that. I can't get EBI. I can't get any kind of jiu-jitsu tournaments. I can't get wrestling. I can't get fucking glory kickboxing when it actually happens. Not like 10 days, you know, a, a fucking month later at like 12 o'clock and, uh, you know, at night and shit. I got to watch cornhole championships. I got to watch spelling bees with eight fucking winners. I got to see eight participation trophies handed out, but I can't watch goddamn Muay Thai. Can't watch lion fight Muay Thai. I can't get none of that shit, but I got to watch cornhole championships. That's some bullshit. I got to watch motherfuckers hula hooping and shit. Tandem hula hooping. Synchronized hula hooping. Every kind of hula hooping known to fucking man. But I can't get some fucking fights. Can't get some no fucking grappling. Some bullshit. That's some bullshit on that. Um, you got the eSports on there too. You got this motherfucker winning $3 million to play video games. Ain't that so? Now I'm not hating on that shit. Good for you young man. This motherfucker playing Fortnite won $3 million. Televised on motherfucking TV and shit. Three million. You imagine that. You telling your mother, you know, your parents bitched at you your whole motherfucking life growing up about how you're wasting your motherfucking time playing video games and you win more money than they probably made in their entire lifetime. You tell your mother, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. You give them that Method Man Limp Biscuit. She just shut the fuck up. Fuck out of here. Go get me my Totino's pizza rolls out the motherfucking oven. Go get my, my bagel bites, motherfucker. Fuck you in here talking about. I'm, I'm shooting motherfuckers winning chips. I want my chips and dip, motherfucker. That's what this motherfucker lapped up in the fucking Iron Throne and shit. Homie bringing in the Iron Throne fucking fucking chair to play fucking Fortnite in and shit. Fucking crazy. $3 million to play Fortnite. God damn. Fuck college? Fuck a college. What are you going to do? I mean, what's the next fucking thing? Do you got to learn how to play like, like, you know, Madden? I know these motherfuckers make money playing Madden and shit. Well, anyways, fucking... Lest we digress a little bit, I'm just, you know, frustrated that I can't get, you know, mixed martial arts or anything on, on, on fucking, uh, on real TV, but I got, I got to watch fucking Fortnite championships, I got to watch Cornhole, I got to watch, you know, all this bullshit, you know, the fucking Hopscotch uh, World Invitational and shit, man, fuck all that bullshit. I don't even know what the fuck I was going to even talk about right now. You see that motherfucker, um, random shit, you see that motherfucker, um, DJ Cooper, he's like a... Uh, was he an NFL player? I know he was a he was a college player. I think he plays football, you know, in Canada or some shit like that. He he pissed. He took a piss test, a drug test. He failed the the, the drug test that they they give him because he was pregnant. The shit said he was pregnant. The dumb motherfucker used his old lady's piss and she was pregnant. That's how this motherfucker found this motherfucker found out that he was gonna be a father because he failed a work piss test and got suspended for like six games. But congratulations, you're going to be a motherfucking pappy, homie. But you ain't got a motherfucking job, homie, because you use your mammy's piss. Now, I don't know. I, I, rule number one when you're using somebody else's piss to take a, a fucking work piss test, uh, you probably shouldn't use uh, the opposite sex. You know there's some shit going on right there. You probably shouldn't do that, but you definitely shouldn't be using somebody uh, who, who you've been busting in, uh, busting mad loads willy-nilly. You've been busting loads willy-nilly, and now over, you're over here using her piss and shit. Like, you don't got that Antonio Cromartie sperm up in there. And this motherfucker goes and, and, and pisses high. And like, nah, man, I never taken drugs. Well, how, how? Nah, I didn't use nobody's piss. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, then you got some motherfucking ovaries. You got some explaining to do, homie. Caitlin can't even pass a fucking, uh, 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 can't even piss pregnant, homeboy. And you over here, you got all your faculty, faculties. What the well, fuck, fuck's your excuse, homie? DJ fucking Cooper pissing hot in the motherfucking drug test. That's some shit right here. Um... What else do we fucking got here? Moving, moving right along, homie. You know what? Let's 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 just address some shit. That's what I want to talk about. These these mass shootings, man. We'll get we'll, we'll finish on a, a somber. Um, I know these uh, these moments don't happen often uh, with the Whiskey Sick podcast. You know, uh, some serious moments where we're not making light of something. Um, you know, these mass shootings are getting out of fucking hand, homies. It's, it's fucking crazy. I mean, I don't know what to do about it. Nobody knows what to do about it. Bernie Sanders was on. If you want to see a dope, dope podcast, Joe Rogan with Bernie Sanders. I know y'all probably hate Bernie Sanders. If you don't hate Bernie Sanders, he's got, at least he's got some ideas. And more importantly, he knows when to say, I don't fucking know when he doesn't fucking know instead of making up some bullshit, which is good. 
Nobody knows what to do about these motherfucking things. It's it's a sad day when you're rolling up in, in, in into Walmart. You know, you're just trying to put some fucking chanclas on layaway, and motherfucker bursts in the door and starts shooting up the motherfucking place. It, it's fucking crazy. And they're talking about, oh, we gotta ban this, we gotta ban that, we gotta make harsher gun laws and shit. Nah, homie. What you don't understand about making harsher laws is that only good people follow laws and obey laws. This motherfucker right here, anybody willing to walk up into a spot and start shooting people in the middle of the street in a parking lot inside a fucking Walmart does not give a fuck about your laws. And it ain't going to stop him from getting a motherfucking gun. How did that shit work? Meth is illegal. How walk well, go go to go to downtown Dago. Meth is illegal, but all those motherfuckers on the side of the street are, are meth addicts, fucked up in the head, on some crazy shit. It's illegal though. It ain't stopping them from getting that shit. It ain't going to stop motherfuckers from getting guns. It's just going to create an underbelly, a seedy underbelly where motherfuckers have to go. It's going to create a few more steps. But weird motherfuckers like that, they'll go out any lengths to get this shit. They're going to get guns. And then what you're going to have is you're going to have all the bad guys with those fucking types of guns. And all, all clipped up, doing this kind of shit. So making these laws and shit, it's all cute and shit. But only good people, only, only people that you know, use guns responsibly are going to follow those fucking laws. These motherfuckers aren't, don't have to play by the rules that we have to play by. We're over here playing by this safe set of rules and, and obeying laws and, 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 and you know, keeping our guns in our trunks and you know, not using a, a clip that holds a certain amount of bullets and not keeping the, the gun loaded and all these other little fucking... These dudes don't care. They don't play by those rules that you're fucking playing by. You can only order one gun. You can't order AR-15s anymore. You can't do this shit. These motherfuckers don't care. They ain't playing by those motherfucking rules. There are no rules. When this motherfucker's making, you know, playing Fortnite in, for real life, in real life in, in fucking Ohio, walking down the middle of a street shooting motherfuckers at will, they ain't playing by this shit. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck what kind of laws you fucking make. Plus, you can make all the laws you want now. You, unless you plan to go door to door. What is this? You're going to go door to door and search everybody's houses, their basements, their attics. You're going to find all their secret stashes. There's no way you're going to get rid of these guns. They're out there now. There's no taking them back. There's no taking them back. All there is is, is keeping decent people from having a way to protect themselves now. now I'm not saying, you know, AR-15s and all that. You, you need all that shit. And, you, you know, a, a person, you know... Uh, you know, to defend their family needs a fucking, you know, howitzer or a, a fucking some kind of tank out in their front yard to, to, you know, that's not feasible. I understand that shit. But, you know, I, I'd rather, I'd almost rather see more people clipped up, man. Imagine if some of those, one person, you know, in Walmart was armed. How many people that would have saved? Imagine if two were. Three. Motherfucker could have been duffed out in the fucking parking lot before he even made it into Walmart. Those cops, if you haven't seen the video of the dude in, in, in Ohio, uh, watch that shit. That dude, people were running inside of a nightclub from the streets, like, piling in. He had the bouncer, like, ushering people, throwing people into the, in, in, in trying to get away from this guy. And there's shots. You can see the shots from the security camera, like, hitting the ground and the pavement and shit. And then you can see the cops kind of coming from the top view. And, and the guy's running in with his AR-15. He's about to run into the, to the, the nightclub where all these people are running and all stuck in this confined spot gonna do all kinds of damage and the cops picked him off right at the door fucking killed his ass right there man that's how everybody should get it if you're a school shooter you're caught in the act you get executed on sight you die on sight i don't give a fuck if you put your gun down and put your hands above your head you get executed you get fucking boom pop right in the motherfucking not in the fucking head you get the kneecap shot first you get you get the fucking nuts shot second you get your arms fucking shot up and then we give you the fucking kill shot. Maybe after you've been lit up and we let you bleed a little bit, then we fucking kill you. But you don't get a fucking trial no more. You don't get this shit. You die. You do this shit, you fucking die. Most of them kill themselves anyways because they're bitch-ass motherfuckers. And that was the plan from the get-go. But if you don't, you're done. You die. It's an execution right there. I don't give a fuck. You'd be like, oh, well, you know, you got to do process and all. Fuck all that shit. Fuck all this shit. Why do we got to play by the rules? These motherfuckers ain't out here playing by the rules. We don't got to play by the rules. You start executing some of these motherfuckers live on TV, Channel 5, KTLA news and shit. Motherfuckers probably ain't going to do that shit if they're thinking, oh, you know what? I'll just go fucking get lapped up in the fucking prison, but I'll, you know, I'll be able to jerk off to killing you know, my, my spank bank full of people I killed. Now, fuck all that shit. Start ending these motherfuckers. How often would you actually kill the wrong person? Probably not going to happen. Kill the motherfucker that's fucking armed.
that's running down the street shooting people with a gas mask on and shit. It's probably pretty fucking uh, easy to spot his motherfucking ass. <sighs> I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't got all the motherfucking answers here. I'm just saying, you know, I've been, I've been seeing this shit. I'm over here, man. We, going to, we, we went to the fucking... Um, to the zoo the other day and i was on high alert i mean i was i was scanning everywhere man I, I didn't even enjoy it i didn't even have fun at the zoo the other day because i was i was watching people i was people watching man i, I was i was looking for somebody to to start opening up fire i already i knew where all my exits were i knew where i was gonna go i was playing scenarios in my head if this happens that happens man i'm going this way and that way i'm grabbing triple champ i'm going this way you know fucking all, all kinds of shit i'm jumping in with the lions over here if i gotta jump in on, on, on this giraffe neck over here to get away to jump over this fucking fence I, I gotta do whatever the fuck i gotta do you know i got i roll now i always got my little uh two inch you know little pocket knife my gerber pocket knife I got a little nice uh, Smith & Wesson one, too, that's pretty fucking dope. I keep those on me, but that's it. A guy with an AR-15, the fuck am I going to do? They did have that dude in L.A. just the other day, too, rolled up. He was killing people. He was stabbing people with butcher knives, two butcher knives, one in each hand. Went up into this fucking nail salon, started stabbing a poor lady at, at, at her fucking that's just trying to work. So, you know, at least if somebody tries to attack me with a knife, at least I got a knife, too, or some shit like that. Or, you know, if I'm running and I happen to sneak up behind a motherfucker on some commando shit, maybe I could slice his neck up on some fucking Game of Thrones, you know, shit. Some Caitlyn Stark shit. Just slice that fucking throat open real quick. I don't know. Something. Something better than just my fucking hands against some guy that's just fucking, you know, fucking shooting military rounds at people. I mean, goddamn. You just need more, more, more people to have some, have some kind of fucking firepower. Open carry. I know it's crazy because that one was in El Paso, and you can open carry in, El pa- in in Texas. So it was crazy that nobody had a gun over there, or if they did, they maybe they were you know just taken by surprise and you know couldn't get to it or some shit. I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know, man. Oh, I'm, I'm fucking parched, guys. I, I, I've been over here uh, uh, sipping. Forgot to mention uh, uh, the shit that I be sipping on today. I always be on my smoke. Y'all know about my smoke. But I got this uh, Crown Royal Peach. Yeah, I put the uh, I put the White Claws down for for a couple days. I was up in Bedmo the other day, and I, this guy's wheeling out this uh, this big ass you know pallet of fucking Crown Royal. I'm looking, I was like, fucking peach. And he's like, homie, motherfuckers been blowing this spot up for three months asking for this shit. I guess it was like a special, you know, limited release. And it sold out immediately. And for like the last three months, people have been fucking like calling, showing up every day, bitching, throwing tomatoes and shit at the fucking the windows and stuff because they didn't have it. And I just roll in. The homie just hands me a couple. I said, fuck it. I'll take a couple of them shits. It's got to be bomb. The apple is fucking dank. But this this fucking Crown Royal Peach, if you ain't on that shit, if you don't know, you better ask somebody. This shit is fucking bomb. So cheers to y'all motherfuckers. Uh, happy summer to y'all motherfuckers. Happy NFL season to y'all motherfuckers. You know, I uh, know that uh, Seth Gecko, Moody Hank ain't going nowhere, homies. Uh, it's going to be a long, hard-fought NFL season. Stay tuned. Stay with me. It's going to be an up and down. It's going to be it's gonna be scratch and claw. It's going to be tit for tat all year fucking long. I, I got some massive. You, wanna, you want the best shit talking? NFL shit talking is coming, homies. Uh, it's going to be a whole year of a dragon, the Ramseys gonna be a whole year dragging the ABs. it's gonna be a whole year dra- dragging the melvin gordons it's gonna be a whole year of just fucking new new uh, uh, of the cole uh measly uh, uh beasley's of the world these motherfuckers are gonna get dragged all fucking year long across the yard uh, across the street however it's gotta be done so uh stay tuned um Fuck it, I'm out of here. What the fuck am I still talking for? Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 82, all up in your ass. And I'm out, motherfuckers. Staring at the clock for the goddamn minutes. I last checked, is he back yet? Homies on lunch, his tactic is a dip, start doing backflips. Put that bad bitch down on admin, now magic, you can smash it. Then I'm fuck stuck sitting next to Catherine, she's babbling about damn, damn kids. kids. Shut the fuck up, think I had enough of, never getting much love. Things gonna change when I hit them with an the HR complaint. They all remain quiet in the hallway when I pass by. What up, homie? Oh, that's right, stuffing clothes last night. Fuck you in my past life. life. Must have been Sheen's rubber, look at these all three motherfuckers. Mean muggers, clock got cleaned on the blink. Wonder how long can a fucking background take? Sit the ass down, explain to me how you been late 26 damn times in a month. That's rough, ass fucks, giving none left. One, did you up? Let's go. 
forklift spinning, top down stunting on some OT Nothing done the whole week, lunch up an OG Kush, slowly push, my luck like it's raised Why fuck, gotta take my seat, still in boxes on my day Y'all say I'm laid off when the state calls stay Getting paid, y'all pray that my face stalls out Heavy on the clutch, not enough gas, gotta run fast Got your one last shot for the clip runs out Got the window down and the VIN locked out Flip a bitch, go round, there it is, slow down Cock a click, goes flat Heads in the clouds, I come back down and fly with you Stretch closing and I'm gonna catch up When the going gets rough I'm gonna get fucked I know it's five with you I come back. 